Black and High Red fam. What's going on, y'all? Taking a minute to just say what's up and hope that you all are doing well and that your family and loved ones are weathering this complex time in our lives. I know in particular, COVID-19 snatched up my grandmother about two weeks ago and know that it's indescribable how this pandemic impacts folks. You already know that it's something really big and it's it's impactful in a negative way and hitting people. But when it hits you closer like that, it just makes all, all kinds of other things come to mind. I mean, one of the most difficult pieces of it was that um, we couldn't even really connect with our, with our grandma because whenever you called up, it took about a half hour. At this point, it became just to hear her breathe because her ability to speak started to wane away. And then, you know, she also couldn't hold the phone at some point. And so someone had to hold the phone for her. But the other thing was that whenever we called, you know, understandably so, they had to find someone who was available to suit up, then go in, and then we would connect. And, you know, it's it was just a, a whole lot to it. And you can't blame the people that's working trying to make it happen because they don't have all of the staff they need and all the equipment they need and, and things like that. And they, these are the ones taking care of our loved ones. And I think this is the type of work you do when you love people. You can't do work in, 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 in homes and hospitals and caretaking type of work without having a love for people. If you do, you're miserable and you usually leave. So, you know, these people were just trying to do what they were trying to do. But that was just a description of some of the, the most difficult pieces of it. Then to make it even more complex is because she was in New Rochelle, which at one point in time was the epicenter of all of this. You couldn't do, you, you, you couldn't do a funeral. You couldn't do a home going. You know what I mean? Because it's just what it is. Cities locked down. People can't come through and all of that. And so it just felt so empty. You know, there's a thing with these screens that it, it just leaves a void there. And so we did some virtual experience, which wasn't nowhere near how folks wanted to, you know, give uh, grandma respects and things like that. So just understand it's the things we don't think about that make this so much more complicated and, and so much more hurtful and painful. And I, I wish that you who are listening and your loved ones don't ever have to endure anything like this through yourself or through your loved ones. I, I put that positive energy out there and hope that that never comes past, comes to pass. All right. Um, so back into our world with our universities and ourselves as administrators. What I want to do is, if you haven't heard this, I want to say it to you clearly. The work that we do is needed now more than it ever has been needed before. The work that you are doing is essential work. This is where we, I use the word shine, but it's more important than that. This is where your natural instincts, the DNA of you as someone who loves students and works with students and makes it happen comes into play. This is where you do that piece that other folks are still trying to figure out how to do. You know how to stay connected with students. You know how to get the pulse of what's going on with students. You know what the students' needs are. You know how to connect with students and gather their feelings and connect them to the resources on campus. You know how essential what you do is to them. This is when you do that. And you do it in all kinds of ways, whether it be through text message, because you give your your mobile device info to people, or you do it through Zoom meetings or house party meetings or 
that's the new joint house party. Make sure you, you get that. Or you do it through FaceTime calls and, and, and whatever. So know that you are an essential worker. Just in a different way for our campuses. I myself, I know I've been coming on the campus at least three, sometimes four times out the week. And, you know, campus feels real different. It's not like the summer. The emptiness is eerie, to say the least. And then we also were in a position where, fortunately, we were able to help students who it wasn't in their best interest to go home for any number of reasons. And friends and family know that there are a number of reasons why students should not and could not go home. Whether that be homelessness or that be because they're immunodeficient, undocumented, international, uh, and those are just naming a few. There's so much more. So just know there are absolute reasons why students will remain on our campuses and to the level that our university folks can make that happen, it's appreciated because it's needed, all right? The other thing is figure out what this is going to look like in the fall. Is the fall going to be the same? Will your institution open up the same way in the fall? Who knows? So prepare your team now to think about, or you yourself, prepare to think about how would I do what I'm doing now in the fall if it has to be done remotely? Because the things that we do have to be done. Whether it's emergency remote learning or otherwise engaged, we, what we do is, is, is necessary. Our universities now are depending on our connection to make these things happen. So fam, let's do that. Let's make that happen. And tell that story in the reports. Tell that story in the meetings and the one-on-ones and in the reviews. Tell those stories, all right? You have the ability to connect with students in ways that other folks can't, but they want that connection because it's necessary and there's a value to it. The other piece is, if you haven't thought about it, no, our universities financially are gonna be hit after this. Already are, whether they're in strong financial situations or not, there will be financial repercussions for what we're dealing with, all right? So make sure you prepare for that. Don't expect anything extra in the budget. Don't expect anything, you know, big to go down. Be prepared to lock in and ride on what you've had already and maybe you know, may lose some things until our fam that have been placed on furlough and have been laid off. We got love for you. We appreciate what you have done and what you will continue to do, whether you return to the same university or go to another. But we know that that shit is not easy. That shit is not anything expected. And there's all kinds of impacts that go along with that. So love and light on that to everybody. All right. Because not everybody's fortunate enough to still even collect a, a paycheck and to be able to provide for themselves and others and loved ones. All right. So love for y'all. All right. Um, and if the, the, the final note that I'll share is if you have not connected with colleagues who look like us while this is going on, please do that. Please. I know that there are weekly connections I have. Actually, it's probably several that I have every week with folks that look like us just to maintain a sense of camaraderie, community, um, mental profit, wealth sharing, meaning idea sharing and community building. 
as well. And it just is so helpful to have that network intact. And so now you're able to connect with people in ways that you may not have been able to do before. You may not have been able to drive either a half hour or hour just to get off campus because our schedules were just too much. But now you actually can do a, a meeting in a, a Zoom room or something like that and connect with folks and build on that and do it weekly. It's absolutely necessary. The thing is, when, if COVID-19 in this time period surpasses and we're in a place where we are physically in each other's presence again, don't stop this digital connection. Because on many fronts, I believe we are connecting with folks and each other in ways that we hadn't before. So let's not lose each other when this thing goes down. So, so let's appreciate it going down and let's also appreciate how it can bring us together. As I would say, coronavirus won't divide us. Let it unite us even more than we were before. All right. So that's it for this lock right now. The other thing is, if you want to be a part of April 29th, we're doing a intercollegiate open mic. So if you want a piece of that, um, leave a voicemail, uh, a voice message on this podcast. Um, leave me your email at the least. And what I'll do is I will shoot you the link to the intercollegiate open mic that we're doing on the 29th. I've been doing an open mic every week and it's been significantly helpful just having a space that's Zoom, but not based on a classroom situation or some other form of meaning. It's just an opportunity to express. It's been so powerful. So I invite you all to be a part of that. And also you can, there's a podcast I've been doing as well that's specifically for students um, as well. And if you want that, leave again, leave a voice message on that. And like I said, leave your, uh, your email address and I'll send it to you. Okay. So black and higher fam, love, light, provide that for yourselves and others and subscribe. Keep it on lock. All right. Love, love to all of you and your family and your loved ones.